Happy Roosters. to Radley and he sends it back for Keary who's going to kick over the top and Manu is unmarked and the ball bounces perfectly electric footy from the Roosters on a glorious Tuesday afternoon celebrating our nation's greatest day as we commemorated those who made the ultimate sacrifice our Roosters fans well they were baying for a win Well, the Dragons, as always, they came to play. A dominant first-half performance by our mighty Cox sees us go in 20-12 at half-time in front of a crowd of 40,163 people. An early try to Joey Manu in the second half, it had our fans cheering and baying for more blood. We wanted more than a red V, we wanted to put him to the sword. Well, then the tables were turned by the refereeing decision that sent Victor to the bin for 10. Those that know rugby league well, well, let's just say they didn't agree with that. Roosters fans, led by our captain Tedesco, well, they were an uproar. You've only got to hear Coach Robinson in the presser afterwards. Yeah, that was ugly. Well, our boys sustained an onslaught. It's 12 against 13. And the might of their fullback, Tyrell Sloan, well, last year he was leaving. Well, yesterday he was leaving almost man of the match. But the Roosters, well, they held it out until Luke Keary, well, he grabbed the pigskin and said, I want to put that between the old sticks. Well, that he did. It's Roosters 27, Dragons 26. It didn't matter. They had the $125,000 watch-wearing Volkanovsky in the crowd. Even he couldn't save them on this Anzac day. Hello and welcome Roosters fans, welcome Silky, what a great afternoon on our nation's greatest day, what an atmosphere and what a game and wasn't it good to come home with a very nerve-wracking win. Yes, Bush, a wonderful game of rugby league, plenty to like in the first half, there was a 10 minute period uh, which I think all Roosters fans would like to forget, but their ability to hang on in the last 20 minutes, particularly when Radley was sent to the bin, it showed a lot of courage from our boys, and it was great to see Radio Hub's very own Luke Keary just uh, poking that one pointer between the sticks, as you said. A good performance, not great, plenty to work on. Oh, we're going to take it, Silky, we're going to take it. I'll tell you what I do love. If Luke Keary doesn't take that opportunity, that game goes into Golden Point. And it's an, it's an obvious statement, but there wasn't too much happening in attack from our side. We seem to be out on our feet. We're using our bench at rampant fury. They went at us all day, the Dragons. We went at them. It was just a terrific game of football. And the right moment, he iced the game, showing all the experience he has and a couple of great sponsors. Yeah, that's exactly right. Bush, I thought at halftime we could have been up by 30. There was two calls. There was the one where with the Brandon Smith passing off the ground. Uh, St. George scored off the next set of six. They did. So they went, we went into the dressing sheds 20 to 12. There was also the one which the referee called early in the first half, which was the uh, the shepherd. I was a bit confused by that where, um, you know, we were breaking up the field. I dare say would have scored. I loved the first try. Just Victor Radley running to the line. Ball play. The short ball to Egan Butcher. I thought probably had his best game. I thought Egan was absolutely tremendous out there on Tuesday. Uh, and I think, Bush, uh, you've got some commentary of it from the uh, from the game. Yeah, Silky, we sat up there in the captain's club on level two, and what a great view it was up there watching this amazing spectacle. And I've got to tell you, we started out just having a few comments for a couple of mates, and you did turn around and say, mate, keep that going. Let's do a little bit of a summary for our fans just to give – the atmosphere was so great. Oh, you wanted fantastic. To, you wanted to capture it. So we did our best. Forgive us for our Ray Warren impersonation, but I will tell you, it just summarised what happened, and we just commented and commentated on a couple of great moments. 
ball from Victor. Egan straight onto it. Straight through. Looks to his right, looks to his left, and then watches. Playing nice little death pass. Well picked up by Teddy. And it's Roosters for Dragons. Here we go again, Roosters fans. Victor, the inflector Radley. Yeah, that's right, on Roosters Radio last week. Well, he's now just gone under the post since his favourite game, his favourite jersey, and it's favourite spot to land. Right, under the black guard. Well, it doesn't get any better, Roosters fans, especially when you got him in a multi. That's Luke Keery gone under the post, Jockey. Had to see it. Radio Hub and Fit Services, very own Luke Keery. Right adjacent to the uprights. Little show and go there. I've caught nothing on the inside of the dragon. Great try. Some great highlights there of Tuesday's match. Now, Bush, uh, notable performances, as I said earlier. I thought Egan Butcher was fantastic Outstanding. on that left edge. 115 metres, one try assist, 30 tackles, and unfortunately he had a uh, try disallowed. But I thought he was brilliant. I thought Brandon Smith was excellent through the middle there, 120 metres, seven tackle breaks, 35 tackles. Uh, you know, Luke Carey scored a try, field goal, another good performance, and Teddy from the back scored a try, 236 run metres, seven tackle breaks. So some good statistics there. Unfortunately, uh, on a sour note, it looks like Toops will be out for a while with that um, hamstring injury, so we're wishing him a speedy recovery. And uh, let's not forget that uh, Radio's very own Luke Carey took away the Ashton Collier spirit of Anzac medal. Silky, I can't disagree with anything you just said. I think Teddy tried his heart out all day. Joey Manu at 5'8", uh, a new role. It's not that he hasn't played there before, but, you know, he tried his heart out. He was, you know, he was throwing those Hail Marys, as you like to call them, but they were coming off, thank God. To see Toops go down with that hamstring was so disappointing for fans, but all rise for Egan Butcher. He was just absolutely dynamic yesterday, outstanding. And our man Victor. Victor was on last week's he was show. Playing a bril- he was playing brilliantly too up until he was uh, unceremoniously sent to the sidelines. I think he was in shock. If you think about it, he spoke last week on Roosters Radio about his passion for what the team needs, what he was going to do, not adjust his game or whatever, but certainly do what the team needs, and that needed him for 80 minutes. To get that head clash turned into a sin bin... I think he was in shock, and you could see the disappointment on his face. Oh, and he come filthy. He come back on, and he slightly adjusted, which I kind of liked because he thought, "Righto, I'm not going to let this happen again." He got over it and got on with it as we do as roosters. And I loved the way he played yesterday. Ball in hand, very dangerous. Bush, let's just touch briefly on that ten minute period. Um, all the tries coming on our left side. I know Coach Robinson uh, identified the first try of the match where it was it was just a bad read. But I, I dare say they'll be addressing that because it's a short turnaround and we, we take on the Warriors uh, this weekend. How does he fix that left side? What do you think is going to happen there? Well, Silky, Coach Robinson's got a new centre pairing in Paul Momorowski and, of course, Joey Suwali'i, who played amazing yesterday. I will say this. He had to make a really quick decision and adjust with Daniel Tupu. Basically looked like he got shot by a sniper yeah, the way he went down with that hamstring. And we want to give Daniel a big Radio Hub and Roosters Radio fan favourite. Uh, a big shout out and hopefully it's a speedy recovery and not too much damage. Corey Allen at the time of this podcast has come onto the wing. I think that centre pairing will take a little time to adjust. Don't forget Billy Smith's not far off as well. Um, you know, Joey Manu could be moved back even though he's at 5'8 again against the Warriors. So we've got some good problems to have. I want to touch on one thing for you, Silky. How did you find the return of Satillian Angus? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Bush, because I thought Angus was solid, and I really liked the way that when he did get on the field, uh, Satili, he had some barnstorming runs. There was a point there in the dying minutes of the match uh, when he, took, he got straight on the field. He wanted to do the first hit-up, 
Uh, I think he did the second and third, and he carried the ball for a good 10 or 15 metres. It got us going forward. It may have been when we got the penalty, as a matter of fact, which got us into that field goal position. But I, I liked what I saw. Plenty of strapping on uh, Satili's leg there. But as you said, getting some top-line footballers back, it's a positive. Absolutely. Well, Silky, speaking of positives, we spoke to one of the most positive players up in the captain's club about the game yesterday, but more so a few things around rugby league, his own disappointing suspension and the hip drop. It was really nice to talk to Natty Butcher, and here's what he had to say. Very delighted to introduce our guest speaker. Uh, unfortunately, he's missing this big game due to suspension. We're going to learn a little bit about that. Please give it up for, uh, well, he's one of our leaders in the club. He's been here a long time. He's a premiership winner. Nat Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. As mentioned there in the intro, unfortunately missing out on uh, this week's game due to suspension, a hip drop. Are you any clearer on what is a hip drop, why you got suspended, and how do we fix it? Yeah, I was pretty disappointed when it happened. Um, thought the, you know, a bit of bad timing, you know, you can't be doing them now. Thought the result could have been different if I did it round one or last year, but you know I know that I've got to be better there. I've got to have my feet. Um, you can't fall at the back of someone and just let the referees and the match review committee handle it. Natty, uh, we've got an Anzac Day match today. It's uh, you know the most important on the calendar for fans. As a player, yes, you're missing it, but what what is it like? And you've done it plenty of times to run out on a day like this, particularly in this beautiful new stadium. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, you know, I played. Most of them at the SCG, but I played one at uh, Anzac here in uh, 2018, and you know it's incredible. To 45,000, um, can you hear a pin drop at the last post? It's so quiet, um, such a great atmosphere throughout the whole game, and you know it, it always is an 80-minute game. It always goes right to the end there. So it's unfortunate and disappointing that I'm not playing um, today, but looking forward to seeing the boys. Now we talk about this game and we circle it in the in the calendar every year when the draw comes out because it means so much to, to both sets of fans. I know in the past, Coach Robinson, he's brought in people from the ADF and, and you've done some exciting things um, in the lead-up. The lead-up to this game, is it is it a normal NRL game or is it, is it a little bit different? Is there a bit more to play for? Yeah, there is a little bit more to play for. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, this isn't your regular round game. You know, this is a sellout and... Um, it's a game that we definitely circle on the calendar and look forward to playing each year. So, um, you know, the week, it's been a long week, you know, just playing on that Tuesday. Um, so, but the boys, they've had a great, great week, trained a lot um, and learned a lot too. Learned, spoke about the history of the Roosters um, and how the club handled itself throughout um, both wars and, you know, very proud history, especially throughout World War II, um, winning a couple of premierships. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic history and, you know, it's great. I come to learn that uh, the players learnt quite a bit about the Anzac Day jersey. You can see this room's littered with them and uh, one of the gentlemen over here on, you know, Table 26 has got one on and it's a, it's a beautiful jersey, the blue ink. You got any insights on the blue ink, Nat? Um, yeah, they wore it, um, you know, throughout the 1940s, throughout the Second World War um, to ration the dye. So, you know, Robbo um, was very passionate about that and really wanted to make that um, our Anzac jersey and, you know, we've been doing it for a number of years now and I know that's going to be our jersey going forward. Now, Daddy, the, the big news in Rooster Town this week, obviously, Sammy uh, Walker won't be playing today. As someone who's been in this club a, a long time, uh, and you came here uh, quite young, you yourself had a few setbacks, you know, going back to Wyong Ruse. How do you think he's handled um, playing reserve grade this week? And it, in, in your recollection, what do you learn from these lessons? 
Yeah, you know, it's it's disappointing at first and it can be really um, hard to take initially. But to Sammy's credit, you know, he's had a great attitude. He's gone back to reserve grade, um, you know, really gone back to the basics, um, learned his game and how, you know, the system of the club and what we want from him. And um, to his credit, he executed that on Sunday. And so, um, you know, I know he's going to get his opportunity again back in the top squad to, to play. And I know he won't let that jersey go. There's some big names back, but uh, I suppose the big name that we're looking forward to seeing play today is Joey Marno in number six. Um, he's the Golden Boot winner. There's a reason for that. What do you expect from Joey in the six jersey today? Yeah, really looking forward to Joey being at six. You know, a guy like Joey, he gets his, he's at his best footy when he gets his hands on the ball. And I know when he's got that six jersey on, he's going to have a lot of involvement there and he's going to be roaming the field a lot. So looking forward to seeing him play and, and the boys around him. Uh, Natty, finally, uh, you know, for me, uh, an opportunity like this with you um, having a couple of weeks out of the game opens up for two of our great players to come back from injury. They coincide, Satili, of course, and Angus. Um, you know, they're pretty handy replacements to have. Do you think Coach Robinson will use them with quite a bit of field time, or have you got a little bit of intel on what the thinking is there and how good will it be to have them back? Yeah, great to have them back. You know, guys like um, Angus and Satili are a big part of our leadership squad and um, our senior player group. So, you know, I know they're going to bring a lot of energy and, you know, I think they're going to share that role there on the right edge. So, you know, they're in for a big day. I know they're going to play great, and but hopefully not too good. Don't want to lose my spot. <laughs> you touched on something there. As, as part of the leadership group, Natty, um, one thing I've observed over the past couple of weeks is discipline. Uh, particularly in the game against the Sharks. We, we were piggybacking the Sharks. We put pressure, building pressure, letting them off the hook. Uh, how do you, well, has Robbo addressed that during the week? Uh, and if so, what are you expecting when it comes to discipline on the field from our boys? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's just being squeaky clean, especially early on. You know, the refs are looking to get involved and set a standard for the game. And so we spoke about, you know, that first 20 minutes, having a high level of discipline um, and just not giving, like you said, not giving the team any piggybacks down the field or giving the refs any opportunity to penalise us. So, you know, the boys have been working really hard on that and I know they're going to execute it today. Daddy, finally, I know away from the game, you're a pretty handy golfer. Um, you're playing off 12, I believe? Yeah, 12 yep. at the moment. Plays yeah. off 12, which is pretty good. Our CEO, Joe Kelly, is getting around the table, sort of big note about his uh, recent trip to Augusta and, 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 you know, how good he is at golf. So uh, any, any tips, mate, any tips you can g- to give our fans out here who love a bit of golf and getting away like this? Oh, honestly, it's know your game, I think. Know, know your game and know your limits. I think that was probably the big thing for me in getting my handicap down, so... I know my limits and I don't try to belt the ball as hard as I can every opportunity. We used to say know your game and know your limits to Silky in the poker machine room when uh, Scotty was running the leagues club, so 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 apt. <laughs> Gentlemen and ladies, we want to thank so much our special guest, Natty Butcher. Natty, thank you for coming up and spending time. You're always accessible, always available, and we love having you on, on Roosters Radio. Thanks, thanks for having me. Well, welcome back to Roosters Radio, and uh, geez, he's impressive, Natty Butcher Silky. We had him in uh, in two rooms yesterday, and uh, you know he just never ceases to disappoint. No, it was good up there, Bush. We had a capacity of five hundred across the nearly six hundred across the two rooms, and a great venue to to watch football. If you want to take your team or you know some guests over to the Captains Club, uh, contact the club. But it was a uh, it was a great discussion with Nat, and uh, you know a pretty smart rooster as well. 
Yeah, mate. You know, talked many different things. Rugby league, uh, you know, the, the insights for the team. Also, what he likes to do off the field, playing golf at 12, you know, playing off yeah, 12 is no mean feat. So he's certainly an athlete. And I love seeing him out there and talk about the pride he had in his brother, uh, Egan, yeah. you know, playing. It was a really nice moment for the Butcher family. Now, Bush, Sunday, 2 p.m., Mount Smart Stadium. Now, look, the reason we're uh, excited about this, Bush, is because we're, uh, we're going over. We're going to go watch this game over in NZ, so uh, looking forward to that. But it's going to be a very tough game against the Warriors, who were unlucky to get beaten by Melbourne, as a matter of fact. Um, we had a good win against them earlier this year. How do you see this match on Sunday? Well, Silky, glad you mentioned it. Just want a quick shout-out. We're flying Zaniros Airways and getting in a... New, uh, new, new carrier. Yeah, new carrier and Zaniros Uber. Uh, courtesy of the great Arthur Zaniros, ACFS, sponsor of Teddy. And uh, i tell you what, it's going to be a great, great little crew going over there to watch this game against the Warriors. If you watched them yesterday against Melbourne, and I did uh, yesterday evening, they were in the lead for quite some time and they were a little bit unlucky. The Warriors this year in 2023 have come to play. And I don't think we can underestimate the uh, ability, especially in a home game. They are off the back of a loss. Uh, we're off the back of a one-point win. It sets up a perfect cocktail for a great afternoon of footy. I think it's going to be a really tight one. I think the coach at the Warriors is very defence-orientated and got them up for this. They've got a natural attacking style that a lot of sides don't enjoy. And it's going to be Roosters 19, Warriors 18. Ooh, a tight one, Bush. Now, look, I know looking at the team list, there's some couple of big outs for the Warriors. Charles Nickel-Klostad, big loss, Jazz Tavaga, mm. and Tohu Harris, who really does lead that team around. Obviously, we'll be missing Toops, but on a, a positive note, Corey Allen coming back into the side, as well as Nat Butcher, who we've spoken about on this week's show. Look, I think we've got a pretty good track record over there in NZ. I, I we know, do. I know uh, Joey Manu always seems to score uh, something there for the punters, but I, I think we can win well over there, To be as a matter of fact. I'm going to say Roosters 22, Warriors 12. Yeah, I think it's a nice uh, a nice little predictor, Silky. A couple but of tries there for our boys. Yeah, well, there you go. Some value for the fans there. We're always trying to help the uh, the fans out there, Bush. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank all the fans that made Anzac Day such a special day out there at Allianz Stadium. Also want to tip our hat to all the servicemen and women who were out there at the game and for their services and recognise all those that made the ultimate sacrifice. Also want to thank, of course, the one and only Nat Butcher. That's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We're going to go and pack our bags and we'll see you in NZ. East, East to win. win. East know how to play the game, they play it hard and fair. Show the way